Good morning, everyone. My name is Jacqueline, and I'm going to be reading from the Bible for us. Today's readings are from Acts 1, verses 4 to 5 and 8, followed by Acts 2, verses 1 to 6 and 11 to 12, and then finally Romans 8, 15 to 16. Jesus said, Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised, as I told you before. John baptized with water, but in just a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. At that time, there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. And when they heard the loud noise, everyone came running and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. We hear these people speaking in our own languages about the wonderful things God has done. They were amazed and perplexed. What can this mean? They asked each other. So you have not received the spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you have received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm we are God's children. Thank you for listening. Hi, my friends. It is so good to be with you again, whether live in this moment on Zoom or as kind of shows now, like on demand at any other moment of time. But it is good to be with you. And if you don't know me, my name is Adrian. I'm going to be leading us through some things. And my hope is that all that I share in these few moments now from my home will bring encouragement to you in yours. Today, is a historic moment actually because it's the end of our first series that we've ever done online only uh, through this live zoom time so over the last 11 weeks including today we've been looking at this series entitled living with uncertainty where we've discovered that jesus within uncertainty offers us the wonder of the life that he's given us which gives us this life that is to be known uh, to share and to display to the world around us. And before we kind of get to look at the last attribute of this life that I want us to look, consider, I want to just pause really and say, actually, let's not just rush on from this moment, but let's take hold of everything we've looked at over these past 11 weeks. As each week we've looked at an attribute that I hope is gonna deeply help and aid us as we face the realities of our life. And what we've done is we've, um, created a handout that everyone can download where they are and then you can print out like this and stick it somewhere where you can look at it or maybe not print it out maybe uh, kind of put it somewhere where uh, on a screen or on your phone that you can look at daily and what it asks us to do is to to use this kind of uh, print out this document that kind of details something of the journey that we've been on over the last 11 weeks as kind of a way of practicing how we live in the wonder of this life that Jesus offers us. And what I'd ask us to do is to kind of daily take moments where we pause within the reality of the life that we're living 
and then center in and, and remind ourselves of the wonder of this life that Jesus offers us, of a life of peace, of joy, of love, this everlasting, of hope, of restoration, of kindness, of purpose, of rest, of pace, and of liberty, which is what we're going to look at in a moment. And as we center in on that and allow the wonder of it to just breathe fresh life into us, to then get to continue uh, within our realities, allowing who Jesus is and the life that he gives you and I affords us to be something that we continue to know, continue to share with one another and continue to display to the world around. So my hope is that you'll kind of make use of that document. I, I think it will help us as we continue from this place. But I now want to get to zoom in on that story, those scriptures that Jacqueline read out so well as Lastly, as we look at how we live with uncertainty, I want us to see that Jesus offers us a life of liberty. You see, the wonder of what we get to celebrate today on Pentecost Sunday is that Jesus sent his Holy Spirit to you and to me in order to liberate us into the life that we get to live. And it's something that we see through that story, that the Holy Spirit comes and breaks out this bunch of believers from the, where they are. And, and there are so many different ways that we can look at this story, but it's that particular way that I want to pick up on today is it, it feels like it's kind of so relevant for this moment that we're living in, that what we discover is this bunch of believers are locked down in a house, in a room, a, a room that they've been locked in uh, since Jesus' kind of crucifixion and death. We find they retreat to that room. And then there's a bits where they kind of come out of the room, but they keep coming back to it. So we find that Jesus appears to them in the room as once he's resurrected. We then find that he keeps appearing to them in that room, revealing more and more of the wonders of the life that he has offered them. They then kind of break out of the room briefly to see Jesus ascend, but then they retreat again back to the room. And then what we discover through this story is that the Holy Spirit comes and then breaks them out of this room. Suddenly they're broken out from being locked in. They're liberated. And I just thought, doesn't that kind of speak something into our realities at the moment? Don't we know what it is to be locked down, to be locked in? Now, what I'm not saying is that the Spirit's coming to break us out from lockdown in order that we break all the rules. No, that's not what I'm saying. Rather, I wonder whether this moment of being locked down physically actually reveals a deeper locked in that we experience within our lives. And maybe this locked in moment of us not being able to get out of our homes and enjoy some of the normal freedoms that we do and the impatience that it's built in us and that sense of, I, I just want to be out of this. When could it all change? Actually, maybe that speaks to a deeper level of how you and I can be locked in. And maybe it speaks to that deeper level that sometimes we just brush aside and just kind of seek to just live with and think, well, that's just how it is. It's just how I am. And yet Jesus, through his Holy Spirit, wants to come to your home, into my home, into your life, into my life, in this moment now to liberate us to liberate us from the deepest lockdowns that we can find ourselves in, to liberate us from the deepest places where we're locked in. See, maybe that deeper place of being locked in 
is in respect to our past. Like what we've done, what others have done to us, what others have said about us, what we've said about ourselves is what kind of shapes who we truly believe we are, defines how we seek to live. And we find ourselves locked in in that place. Maybe it's that we're locked in in our fear, that we find that the anxieties we have around the unknowns or our future or what others might think of us just spread throughout our lives and cause us to just be locked in. We can't see that future because of the fear of the what if, the fear of what might. Or maybe it's that locked in to self of just continuously finding ourselves curving in on ourselves and thinking maybe I can make a way, maybe I'm enough, maybe I'm sufficient. Maybe if I have that experience, maybe if I gain that accolade, it'll be okay. And we find however hard we work, however many accolades or experiences we have, we're still left wanting. The self just isn't enough. See, I believe that Jesus longs to come today afresh by his Holy Spirit to liberate us in this deepest way of being locked in. And I wonder if in this moment that the locked in that we've experienced over the last 10 weeks of being locked into our homes and the frustration that builds and the impatience and the concern of when will this kind of end actually causes us to realize, well, maybe I should be thinking these things about this deeper sense of being locked in. Because the life that Jesus has for you and has for me is one where he longs for us to be liberated by his Holy Spirit. That we don't live thinking, well, that's as good as it gets. See, I believe the Holy Spirit longs to come alongside you and alongside me to liberate us afresh today, to liberate us from that deep sense of being defined by our past, in order that we'd be liberated into the identity that he brings to us, that identity that's spoken of in Romans 8, that Jacqueline read of, that, that we are now those that are children of God, that the Spirit comes within the core of who we are to cause us to know in the very depths of our being that God is now our Father. He's out for our best. He loves us unconditionally, is forever for us, and is longing to do good for us. That we get to be those that know this identity, liberated, that we can call him Abba, Father, knowing that he is one that is always for us, always loving, always good. That the Holy Spirit longs also to come and liberate us from being locked in to our fears in order that we'd be liberated into confidence. A confidence in who God is, that he is with us. And if he is with us, we can trust him. The spirit comes and draws alongside us, comes and wells up from within and causes you and I to know that we're not alone. God is now forever with us within every reality. And he can be trusted. He can be trusted with our future. And you see, the Spirit comes and brings that sense of confidence in who God is, which then brings that deep sense of peace 
that only the Holy Spirit can bring. But it's also that confidence that causes us to know, man, we have something good to share with others. Isn't it amazing that that bunch of first believers who are gathered in a room are broken out and can't help but declare the goodness of God to other people? Why? Because the Spirit caused them to realize the confidence they had of the wonder of the goodness of God that then caused them to want to share it with others. I believe this is a moment where God wants to emphasize our confidence in who he is and the goodness of who he is, that the Spirit longs to liberate us in order to be those that reveal to the world around how good God is. But also the Spirit calms and liberates us from self to worship. See, the Spirit causes us to realize that everything we need is found in Jesus, that Jesus is enough. And what that does is it causes us to not continue to curve in and think, man, maybe I can be enough. Maybe I can find a way. Maybe if I get that experience or that accolade is that we realize that actually, no, Jesus is enough. And the Spirit comes and causes us to come and say, well, now with everything I receive from Jesus, I come And I offer the whole of my being to him in worship. I give my heart to him. You know, that's what we find with those first believers. Break out into the street, liberated with that deep sense of passionate worship of who God is. That's what the spirit longs to do in you and me. Is to take us from ourselves and to cause us to realize that everything is in God. To liberate us in our worship and honoring and praising of his goodness. You see, Jesus offers us a life to be enjoyed and to be received within uncertainty. A life that is all about liberation by his Holy Spirit. A liberation to know, a liberation to share, and a liberation to display to the world around. And I guess the question is this, do you, do I need liberating? Man, that's an uncomfortable question because that's like a, a closed question. It's like yes or no. I'll let you into a secret. I do. I need liberating. You see, the Holy Spirit is longing to come and liberate you and liberate me. Liberate us from our past in order that we know the richness of our identity. Liberate us from our fears in order that we know the confidence that's to be found in God. Liberate us from ourselves in order that we know that we are free now to worship. And in a moment, I'm going to get to pray for us. Because the Holy Spirit longs to encounter you and me where we are. We don't need to gather to a special building. (laughs) he's longing to come and break in to your home, to my home, to your life and to my life. And so I'm going to pray for us. Jesus said this, that if you fathers who are flawed know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father who is perfect give the Holy Spirit to everyone and anyone who asks? Like, The Father loves to give you and give me the Holy Spirit. And just where we are, I just want to ask, would we close our eyes now? If you want to just receive a fresh, maybe for the first time of the Holy Spirit.
Maybe put your hands out just like you're about to receive a gift. And just as you're there, I'm just going to lead us in prayer and then I'm going to pray for us. So if you just want to say after me, Jesus, I come. And I know that I can be locked in. I can be locked in to my past. I can be locked in to my fears. And I can be locked in to myself. And I ask now, Jesus, would you send your Holy Spirit afresh into my life to liberate me, to liberate me into the richness of my identity, to liberate me into the richness of confidence in who you are, God. And to liberate me to worship. Amen. Just as we've just prayed that, I was going to pray for us. Holy Spirit, I ask now, come and meet with every individual. I thank you that you know exactly how we're wired, how we're made up, and you meet with each of us uniquely. I pray, Holy Spirit, come and Bring that deep sense of liberation. Ask that now. Come and cause us to know your presence with us. Just for some of us where we are, that the Holy Spirit is present now with you in your bedroom, in your lounge, in your garden, in your study. He's with you. He knows you. And I ask Holy Spirit, as you're now present, I pray now, come and cause each of us to know the very core of our being, the richness of our identity, that we're now forever children of God, loved, accepted, delighted in. Yeah, Holy Spirit. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you'd come and just feel for some, there's just this breathing in. You need to do breathing in of the spirit as he comes to liberate you from fear. And as you breathe out, it's like, uh, it's like this breathing out of anxiety and just saying, and just allowing the Holy Spirit to come and bring that sense of confidence. God's got you. He's got your future. However unknown and uncertain it feels, he's got you. There's a confidence that's growing. The way we've started to sing of revival, we start to believe that Jesus wants to use you and I to awaken this nation to the wonder of how good he is. It's not everyone else, it's you. It's me. And the spirit comes. And he's doing something deeper and richer in us that will freeze us up in our worship. That we realize that every day as we wake, it becomes a moment to worship God through our actions, through our words, through our thoughts. There's renewing that the Spirit is doing in you and me.
that we be those that are worshippers of God. That others would look on us and say, man, surely they've been with Jesus. That's what the Spirit's doing in you and in me. We're not locked in. We are liberated. Amen.